As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Copper Compression. If you've been doing extra sewing or housework, your hands might need some extra support. Visit coppercompression.com and use code SEWINGOUTLOUD to receive 30% off your first order. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to, it's it's summer here yes. in the Northern Hemisphere. And Mallory's told us, chose a subject that we haven't even really discussed between the two of us yet. Well, you know what I'm thinking? I think there's a really old blog post on our site by Linda Turner about how she recovered her outdoor chairs. I'm talking oh, yeah. 2013 or yeah. something. You know, I'll have to see if it's still up oh, there. Or probably if before that. If it's <clears throat> made like the migration from website to website right. host. But, you know, I mean, honestly, it was just about cushions. Yeah. So it's one part of it. I do believe we've discussed cushions before. The yeah. only thing is when you go outside, are you going to the elements, so to speak? A lot of times you want fabric. You need to think more about the fabric. Right. And you want fabric that um, usually is treated. Yeah, so let's just uh, let's just go in here and talk about materials. Okay. okay. So you're 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 gonna um, we're talking about outdoor furniture and we might be talking about it. some boat interiors. Okay, too. okay. Things things that might get used outdoors. Or so exteriors. The material is important, like you said, because when you're outside and we get the full range of it here, where we live. We have all the seasons. We have, like, to the extreme, and I think. <laughs> I have had people move from Florida right. to Missouri and say, oh, my gosh, I thought Florida was humid. Yeah. yeah. Well, Florida's humid all year round. Yeah. We just had this big dose of it, okay, in the summer. In fact, I don't know... How many of you are familiar with the term, the dog days of summer? But it's when it's so hot, the dog won't get off the porch. Mm -hmm. He just lays there sort of with his tongue hanging out. We have the dog days of summer. Yeah, so we get really, really hot, and we can, I mean, it's possible. Oppressively moist. Yes, we can get very humid. We can have a mild winter, but we can also have extreme winters snowfall and and whatnot i I know i mean we can have blizzards here and we have the canadians are all like you don't know what you're talking about right yeah well you don't know about oppressive moisture humid well i will say that 
we will get a big thing of snow and it won't persist for like weeks and weeks and weeks like I think it does. We tend not in the Well, we tend not to hit. our snow cover tends to melt off. Yes, yes. It it but will go away. There are years when it hasn't yes. also. Yes. So we get we get a really big show of weather here in Missouri. So humidity, sunlight, right? You know, moisture in any form. So humidity, right. rain, uh, you know, all that. Right. Wind and then you know what else can happen outside? Animals. Animals. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mallory just well, Mallory's husband just got a new dog and Mallory won't claim marbles yet. Marbles. And marbles is now marbleless. Marbles has no marbles. We we did the responsible We had the thing. marbles taken care of, yes. Uh, and marbles had uh, been running around, you know, free free range at large and he he affected some furniture. He was he was a force upon outdoor furnishings. Oh, he did. Well, I, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh both ours and the neighbors, remember? He brought over some rugs. Well, those stuff. were yeah, but those were supposed to be <laughs> indoors. She just happened to put her rugs outdoors and he brought them home to oh, us. Oh, okay. Okay. They were not outdoor rugs. So, there are a lot of different things that you can that, that this furniture is going to be exposed to and you can't like avoid them well and you have to think of it differently than inside your home usually especially like the uv light i i mean i know that i have a room that has a lot of glass in it Uh and i will tend to actually cover some of my furniture a lot of the times because of the uv rays because it's you know it's three sides glass so there's all and um you know sun will bleach out uh-huh. your your um, fabric, and it will also disintegrate the fabric, yeah, so especially if it is a natural fiber. Let's go back and talk about fabric. So when you go to, like, the, the home deck part of the fabric mm-hmm. store, if you can go to a fabric store right now. <laughs> or you can go to the home deck section of, the of your online store. Yes, but that probably won't cut it, okay? Home deck isn't necessarily outdoor. So you do want to see if there's like an outdoor decor or outdoor fabric. There is a brand and that comes up a lot called Sunbrella. Sunbrella. And it the one reason is it's called that. It initially was treated specifically for sun exposure. So awnings were made out yeah. of it and umbrellas. Get it? Sunbrella. Um, coat bimini tops, you know, are made out of it. Actually, um, I think they even make coat covers out of it, or I mean boat covers out of Did it. You, wait, I was I'm like, sorry, what are you boat covers. About? <laughs> There's like three different fabrics that like boat people use, sure. right? Okay, and um, Sunbarella tends to be, or originally was, a canvas. And then it was treated. Yeah, so this okay. will have a chemical. So it was like a cotton canvas that was treated. Mm-hmm. So it'll have like a chemical coating on it that's supposed to help the fabric withstand right. the, Hinder. the sun rays. And it may even uh, help water beat off because right. water doesn't hurt. You know, water in itself doesn't necessarily hurt a fabric. But when water is left on right. fabric or left in foam for a long time and doesn't dry quickly enough, 
Then you see mold. Mold and mildew. Uh, you smell mold. It can, so it can be on the surface of the fabric mm-hmm. or it can get into your foam. Right. And that brings us to another thing. Like you make an outdoor pillow, there are things you can buy like outdoor pillow forms or you make them from foam or – go ahead. Right, right. Well, yeah. I was going to say you – you can specifically buy outdoor foam. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, and you know, I don't know the specific differences sure. between it. I would assume it does not hold moisture as well. Uh-huh. I th- And some of them you will see, say, treated for mildew resistance. Like, yes. I do not know what they're treated with. Okay. Yes. Um, but they will say that, that they are treated specifically for that. So you do, if you're going to be recovering, you know, cushions or you're going to be doing something outside, do go ahead and don't just purchase some normal canvas. Consider getting something that is graded for outdoor wear. Right. And those coatings, you know, to be completely, you know, clear, they they wear off. They over will time. wear off, absolutely. You know, and it, the more you wash them, they uh-huh. wear off faster. That's right. right. So your best bet is to try and protect your furniture. Mm-hmm. Like we um, have a chair that's out on our porch, and. We think that's fine because it's shaded, like, almost all of the time. Uh, We take the cushions in in the winter. But if it is something that's outside in full sun all the time, if you can take those cushions in when you're not using them, that would be good, you know? Well, so we have what we call the pavilion, the pond pavilion, which is, like, sort of, like, cross between a dock and a deck and a pavilion because it has a um, top on it. So we have cushions with Sumbarella or Sumbarella-type fabric on them. Um, We take them in in the winter, and I keep them. In the summertime, we don't leave them on the beach. We will bring them and put them sort of in the center of the pavilion. Yes. So they don't get wet, and they don't get the sun exposure. And they're going to last a lot. They will not last forever. Right. You know, we will have to replace these or recover these or whatever. But... That does extend their life. Okay, so you're going to want to get some outdoor fabric. Thread? What kind of thread are we going to use, Mom? Well, I have no problem. Here we go. I use Metrocene. <laughs> you know, I just rep- I have repaired boat covers with Metrocene. I have reconstructed flying harnesses with Metrocene. Yep. I have no reason not to use Metrocene for anything. So it's polyester thread. Yeah. High quality polyester thread. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Actually we have a we have I think a few neutral mixes on our website right now. Right. Some limited and edition. It, those types of things are often some with polyester thread. You will sometimes see nylon thread. I don't like nylon thread. Um yeah, like, I don't mind nylon thread if a factory has used it on something I buy. Like, fine, whatever. Well, but what but I, I don't like yeah. it in my I, I mean, honestly, what I found is even the factory oh, or the ready-to-wear, well, it's heat liable, you uh-huh. know, I mean, and it will stretch. And I still, you know, if I see something with nylon thread and I'm going to repair it, I repair it with the polyester. Oh, sure, sure. Is what I do. Well, and mm-hmm. the Mettler, it just, you, you know, you need two things in a thread because this comes up when... People talk about, you know, oh, I just want to use this cheap thread because this project doesn't have to last a long time. Well, it's not always just about the project. It's what's with, it's about what's running through your machine, right? That's, that's true, too. Yeah. Absolutely. So, it's not just the project. It's the quality of what you're running through right, your machine. Right. It's what you're doing through there. So we really like the Metrazine because our machines like it, too. And we sew on all sorts of different machines. 
um, you know, straight stitch machines, machines that are computerized, machines that are mechanical. Uh, so anyway, when you are going to do your home deck project or your outdoor, excuse me, outdoor deck projects, um, your outdoor home deck projects, <laughs> using that metrazine thread is we're having difficulty speaking. I today. guess so. Good no. thing because we're broadcasters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when you are that that thread is going to withstand heat. It's going to withstand, you know, moisture and drying. All those things we talked about. Especially better than cotton thread. It also will withstand the mildew. Yes. So it's not broken down by microbials. Right. Like a, a cotton thread set yeah. would so be. So there are microbes that eat petroleum products, but they're not real common. <laughs> no. And they're not like on your patio. They're like, right. you know... They're in the ocean to eat the... They've been found. They're in the ocean to eat up the oil spills, oh, yes, whatever. Yes, we, we hope that they become right. more, you know, prominent anyway. And, yeah, that's, you know, it's hard because a lot of times people... I mean, even myself, I'm kind of realizing, okay, this polyester thread I'm using, it's a petroleum product. I'm trying to cut down on, you know, plastic consumption. And so, anyway, I just, I'll, I'll let that uh, thought fester in my mind I was going to say, you longer. do that podcast all by yourself. Yeah, mom's okay. like, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, yes, you just go ahead and use the metrazine. Now, needles, when you're doing this, these projects, these these fabrics aren't like, I mean, I've sewn on garment denim you know, that was I've used, I've just used, as thick or thicker. Yeah, I mean, I have used a universal needle. I tend to use a denim needle with Big these. Big denim needle. Well, bigger. yeah, and, you know, a denim needle is usually got a um, sort of a coating, coating on it, like a yeah. Teflon-type clothing coating on it so it you know the fabric tends to be not thicker but sometimes a little bit stiffer because of the treatment yes you know because it is basically sort of glazed with something yeah you can feel it you can tell the difference it's stiffer it's it you can feel the finish yes but it's not particularly like you know if you can sew a pair of jeans on your machine right you can sew oh absolutely stuff you know and you're going to once again we talked about this in the home deck episode so some of this transfers over probably while you're doing this you can lengthen your stitch if you're default i start at four. Oh, okay Okay. that's where i go i start at four and probably have never changed it yeah and you may find your top stitching on some more thicknesses now if there's something that i'm worried about reinforcing i will use that triple stitch okay okay Okay. um i will tend to do that on things like straps on a boat cover Mm -hmm. you know something that i know has to be held down that's going to have tension on it we're gonna get into the straps here in a minute i think right okay i don't know no you didn't really use strapping on that project because that's a cool that's a cool project which one the the chair with the knitting. oh well but there's stuff about that that's okay well cool, I yeah. know so so another thing well, okay what well, go I ahead I think we, we need to take a break soon okay so can you finish that thought or is it is it for the next well, half of the okay episode? no the thing I want to say uh-huh. that I have learned about some materials okay is like for instance in a cabin in a boat you're worried about moisture mm-hmm. right. And I used to think, oh, cotton, because I can wash it, or what about, blah, blah. No. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the recommendation is to use vinyl or a polyester product because it won't um, what should I, support the microbes. The microbes, right. Like the cotton. So the cotton tends to let them hold on and stay there and smell and all this. So you can take a polyester or a you know, acrylic or polyester fabric, 
say like a um, upholstery type fabric, right, or a home mm-hmm. deck fabric, and you can actually scrub it down with peroxide or whatever and it will release you know so that was something that I learned when I got into the you know moisture holding areas like a you know a boat is sometimes on the water all the time okay so and a boat is kind of like a crotch in that they can get real moist and stuff and so this is where the whole most people tend to leave their boats and leave them closed up when right. they are gone. Now, there's things like moisture absorbers and things right. to put in them. But the whole idea is to try and cut down, right? you know, on that moisture. Well, and that's just what comes up when people are talking about mm-hmm. how they deal with the sweaty areas of right. their body. The crotch, the pits, wherever right. you're sweating, you know, under the under the breast tissue. Some people like the cotton. Some people need something that wicks and releases moisture mm-hmm more it just depends on your body uh yeah so let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about a cool project that zd did that incorporates a type of fabric and some other materials that are not this kind of coated canvas because there are other materials that you'll encounter on this journey of outdoor furnishings let's take a moment to thank our latest sponsor copper compression for supporting the podcast Copper Compression offers a full range of copper-infused wellness products like braces, gloves, and sleeves that provide targeted relief and the support you need through your active recovery. They have the highest copper content on the market guaranteed. Copper-infused fabric is wondrous material. It has antimicrobial and anti-odor properties and boosts circulation. The unique combination of compression and copper gives you the strength to heal. We know how important our hands are. I've been knitting and gardening more while staying at home, which is fun, but my hands were killing me. I started using their half-finger gloves while working on my latest project, and my hands have felt so much better. Copper Compression was recently in the news. They donated their entire stock of 18,000 professionally manufactured masks to New York and New Jersey hospitals. And of course, we have a special offer for our listeners. Go to coppercompression.com slash sewingoutloud30. That's coppercompression.com slash sewingoutloud30. Or use the promo code sewingoutloud, all one word, at checkout for a very generous 30% off on your first order. Thanks, Thanks Copper, Copper Compression. Compression. So, 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 sewing out loud. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Okay, so let's talk about some of the other materials you might get into, and then we'll talk about your really cool project. Okay. Okay. I think that project, we should that should be a zigzagger. 
a video on that on that project. Do like a, a, a oh, video tour okay. of it. So we'll talk about it we here. We can do that. Uh, okay, so. It is. We need to take pictures yeah, of that. Yeah, that's a really cool we thing. We need to do a live broadcast from, from the, the beach. From the I don't yeah. think the Wi-Fi is strong enough we'll out there, unfortunately. Something. Oh, we can hot, well, we can we hot spot it. our phone? No, wait, okay. Wait. Oh, I see what we can yeah, do. We yeah, know, I know we what we can do. do. Okay. So glad you all we were just, here for we that. We just saw that. Okay. okay. So, so one thing I want to talk about before we go switch to my lawn furniture project, yes, correct? Yeah. Is zippers because zippers and Velcro, I guess both. Yeah, okay. other notion kind of thing. Right. You may want to be able to cover and uncover, you know, these things, or maybe you're covering over an old thing and whatever. If you want to be able to remove your covering you will need zippers and or velcro you can velcro an entire seam down if you want uh-huh. now i am not particularly velcro's friend all the time yeah i know I, th- that's what i was thinking like this is a place where i'm okay with it a yeah it just dep- you know velcro holds on to like you know fuzzy things and hair and all this kind yeah. of stuff you know so i'm always very careful where i put velcro Okay, so if you want to use Velcro, you know, make that decision and think about it. And also, if it's laundered a lot, it tends to get stiff. I don't know why it does that, but it does. Yeah, it gets kind of crackly. Yeah, it gets crackly. So the next thing you want to think about are zippers. And you can get a metal upholstery zipper. You can get um, the nylon upholstery zippers. I tend to just get nylon so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Okay? Um, because I don't have to worry about it rusting. I don't have to worry about it, you know, corroding if I'm in the salt air or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I usually buy a very good quality zipper, and it usually winds up actually being a YKK zipper. Yeah. Because yeah. they have a lot of choices. They have a lot of colors. And they have, like, mega durability. The other thing you want to think about in a zipper is if you are, say, um, adding something to a tent or a cover or something, and there's a zipper already there that you're trying to attach to. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What you do is you measure how many zipper, how many teeth per inch are in the zipper. Or how many teeth per inch are in, you know... (laughs) What? News to me. All right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because that's how you can say you have to order it. Yeah, okay? yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that's how you can do it. Now, of course, before you put it in, whatever you're going to so put it in. You're talking about like zipping on different components. These are something. like these are like parka yeah. zippers. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about something that's like a parka uh-huh. zipper uh-huh. where I am going, you know, I have a top on my boat, right? And right. I want to put, a, you know, Eyes and glass windshield. If anybody knows what that is, it's like it's like a see-through plasticky, yeah, right, uh, um, windshield. They have these, so you can like enclose your boat or whatever, right? That zips on, mm-hmm. like one one part zips on to another part, yes, right? Yes. And then it snaps on the boat. We can talk about snaps too if you want. Cool. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you measure the zipper's teeth per inch to try and match that up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please, when you get that zipper in, because now you're probably only going to use half of it, okay? Yeah, right. You understand? Because the other half is already on there. Right. Please, please, try the zipper onto the part you're going to add to before you sew it into your new piece Uh to make sure it fits, right? Right. Right. And then you're going to have to make a decision whether to, you know, buy another zipper if it does not fit or take the zipper out of the existing piece 
you know, right. and put a whole, you know, both sides of the zipper in, okay? Right. But that is how you can start anyway, is measure your teeth per teeth inch per or inch, teeth guys. per centimeter. You know, it, it, usually some place will say that or help you with that. All right. Okay? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's snaps. And these would be snaps that are grommeted, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to put these in, and they're big hunker things, and they're made specifically for these reasons. Right. Okay. And I buy mine at the hardware store. Okay. Okay. So that's and where you're going. And for they're those. put in, you know, with a big, like, metal block and a hammer. And a hammer. Okay. Yep. These aren't baby zippers for baby clothes. This isn't a onesie snap. Right. <laughs> and generally, I think they are stainless. So, you know, they are, they're made not to rust. Yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah. So they are, yes. Right. So these zippers are these zippers. These snaps. snaps, often the male side actually has a hole that goes through the middle of it, mm -hmm. right? So it can be screwed onto something that takes the screw. Oh, cool. Fiberglass, wood, whatever. Yeah. Because you're snapping fabric to some other type of yeah. material. Yeah, but okay. see, you're getting, I mean, I think you're just getting... How a, technical you want this really, to get here. Yeah, okay. okay. So uh, the other thing... And I, that has nothing to do with the project we're going to talk that's about. That's right. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is webbing. Okay, sometimes when we say webbing, it's kind of like a strap, okay, what you would use to, you know, I think of dog collars a lot. Uh, nylon webbing. Yeah, nylon yeah. webbing. But you can. Or nylon strapping, maybe. Yeah, nylon yeah. strapping. You can buy cotton webbing, okay? Yes. But you probably, for for if you're going to use it for ties or you're going to use it for something that's on your outdoor Support furniture. Support on the bottom of a chair seat or something, something like that. Something like that. You probably do want to go with the nylon. Again, I would say the cotton might last you one season. Yeah. Oh, you in know. that. Yeah. The old term, rotten cotton, it will rot on you. Yes, yes. So the. Webbing, like I said, I, I don't think we can go into, like, all of the places you could possibly use webbing. But you were saying to increase your stitch length. And I would say especially when you're doing the Velcro, you're applying the Velcro, you're applying the webbing. That is where I see people with these little, you know, 2.5 millimeter stitch lengths that have then been shortened because their machine's having trouble right. pulling it through because it's so thick right. or it's uneven, right. you know, uh, that that is where that can be. And then... And webbing is sometimes used for reinforcement, say, yeah, yeah. like under, under snaps uh -huh. or, or something like that. I also right. want to bring up something that I showed in my How to Make a Bread Proofing Bowl video about trying to keep your foot level, as mm -hmm. level as possible. Uh so you may find yourself in home deck and maybe especially in outdoor home deck being on some kind of uneven surface. You know, you have your fabric and then there's a, a rectangle of Velcro on it. You know, try to position your needle so that your whole foot can be like on the Velcro, on the two layers, and it can remain level. Okay. So if you imagine that your needle's in the center and you want to stitch on the edge of your Velcro, well, that's going to leave half your foot on the Velcro and half your foot just on the fabric. And depending on the thickness, depending on the stability of your foot, depending on your machine, it might be okay, but then again, it might not. So if you can move your needle, say, all the way to the right or all the way to the left while you're sewing, it can help to keep your foot level, right? right? Um, and you can also, you know... You can pivot, you can, you know, reverse to do things. But that is something that the reason you want to do that is if your foot gets really unlevel, you could have your needle bump into it or 
a stitch knot get and, formed properly. And in that same vein, uh -huh. so when you're thinking about construction, especially if this is your design and you don't have something to copy off of or look at, you need to think about where you are overlapping seams. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want something to stack up with six or seven or eight sure. layers maybe. And not because maybe your machine will go through it. Sure. But that also distorts, distorts, the, <laughs> distorts the shape. Of yeah. anything you're doing so you want to try and keep it down yeah you know and then we do that in garment sewing we do that that and should be thought of reducing in, bulk <laughs> reducing bulk should be always thought of yes okay yeah. but you've got some pretty thick maybe stiff stuff here so your bulk could turn out to be like really Real really bulky. yeah yeah bulky. you start to get into all that jazz yeah so i i just wanted to bring that up though that keeping the foot level is kind mm -hmm. of especially you know right now we're in the midst of uh the covid pandemic and a lot of people don't have as easy access to their machine repair places and so it's just really been on my mind yeah. lately don't hurt your machine help people avoid that kind of thing you know so one more thing before we get to the you lawn know, chair i don't even know if we need the we're, lawn we're chair gonna have to, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do two segments here we're gonna have to do a lawn no, chair i think we, this okay. will just be a long one so here's the deal your sewing machine probably sits on a table uh -huh. and maybe your table's big enough to hold a quilt or a wedding dress, or something like that. But you may want to think about where you're really going to have your sewing machine for this yeah. project. If this is a big project, for instance, a boat cover keeps coming to my mind because this is what I do uh, yeah, when I repair boat covers. You're boat okay? covering. You boat cover is brain right now. My boat cover goes, you know, my machine goes like down in the middle of my great room. <laughs> I, have, I have a picture. Okay, my husband says, oh, let me put it on the patio. We have a plug here. I go, it's 110 degrees. Let's put it in the great room like we always have, right? And sometimes I put it straight down on the floor. Uh -huh. Sometimes I will put it on like... Um, what a platform. What, well, or... yeah, like that little um, that little step stool that yeah, you had like when you were kids. Yes, yeah, yes. Sometimes because I want it up a little higher or something. Because then that boat cover that weighs like 40 or 50 pounds mm -hmm. probably, actually is spread out on the floor you know, and I can manipulate it. I mean, it, it is a exercise in calisthenics, you know, to, to get this done and get it done in the right place and all that kind of thing. So think about now, sometimes I have, I have previously put it on the edge of my porch mm. and that worked because I sat on the ground and the, and the, I had the machine sort of like up on the porch was only two feet up or so or whatever that okay. is. Okay. And you were pushing the foot pedal with your foot, right? I have pushed it with my foot, with my knee, with my thigh. I've done it like yeah. with the back of my knee before yeah. kind of, it's like my, my leg can just be extended. I it am, depends. Yeah, I am kind of limber. Yeah, you you are. I and mean, I like it. You are. I just, I mean, I've got my knee up by my ear, and, and I'm pressing fine. on the foot pedal. Yeah. Now, there's also, you know, the machines that you you have your stop-start button, uh, and you don't have to use a foot pedal. I don't know why, but I like using the foot well, pedal. Well, I think in this. I really miss my knee uh Lift, lift, uh, yeah. A I, big, big time. I miss it. I think an issue when you're working with a really big, huge thing like that and a start stop button right. is you're trying to use both your hands it, the yeah. whole time. And so it's like you don't want to lift a hand to push the Well, stop and button. I also don't, yes, I don't want to lift my hand to stop it. Yeah, that's yes, correct. Yes. 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 That's, that is absolutely correct. Well, yeah. So you, you all have to work through this and decide how you, you know, how you, but 
you know, my machine has to be brought down from upstairs yep. and because our studio is like in sort of an attic type space, a second story space. It has to be brought down the steps, you know, and put in the great room, which is down like another little set of steps. But that makes it easiest well, for me. And you may find even if you are uh, on the, the first level or whatever, that taking the machine temporarily to the site or to a to the bigger area, space or whatever it is, like yes. Fred, okay, yeah. How would Fred even fit like a seven foot long, uh, loungy cushion thing from a right. lawn chair well, and into her tiny? I mean, room? a boat cover and a boat cover, yeah, is yeah. like thirty feet long and twelve feet wide. Yeah, so, so I'm just, I mean, you I'm know, just saying, like, even though you roll it up. The bulk is there, right. right? I'm just saying that even something smaller that you'd think would be more manageable, well, you'd, you'd maybe benefit from taking your I'm thinking out about, like, I had this cockpit cover one time, and I thought, I'll just take it home and throw it in my huge, you know, oversized washing machine, right? When I, by the time I got it home and I looked at it, I was like, there's no way that'll fit in my, my washing, washing machine. machine. <laughs> but, like, you know, when I was with it at the boat at the lake, it just looked like it wasn't that big. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I got it, got it home, and I was like, this is like six bedspreads, you know. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to happen. Okay. Yeah, so we're about on minute, like, 30 almost of this oh, podcast. Okay. Well, probably the chair won't take as long because... There's not as much. You don't think so? Okay. We went through quite a bit of process, actually. Sometimes people like the really long ones. So, okay. This is the coolest thing, I think. ZD, what was this? Was this lawn chair? Did it get, uh, did it deteriorate or did it get torn up by like an animal? It was 100 years old. Just a million years old. So, the fabric that had, this was a, a full length. Chaise Lounge. Chaise Lounge. Okay, with the adjustable, like, up, up and the down. The back went up and down. Oh, my gosh. I was trying to explain to Zelda how that worked. Oh, I was, Jerome got mad, and I had to show him, too. Okay, he well, didn't know how to work, either. I was either. holding Jerome, and he was in a delicate state. So I didn't want to get up. And I was like, you get the thing, and you move the thing. And I was like, I am doing such a terrible <laughs> I job. I don't even know what that's called. Of explaining, yeah. that, like, what is that called? It's like, it's like an easel. And she did get it. She got she that. She got it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, so, he, the other day, he was trying to put the back of it up, and he and he couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah, and he was got, mad. Got upset. Yeah. Okay, so this is one of those full-length chairs and the back goes up and down mm-hmm. like an easel or whatever. <laughs> That's not even it's actually made it. of like PVC piping. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's kind of gray fluted piping. It's actually kind of neat looking. So the frame of the chair. My husband, of course, wanted to throw it away because. And mom did not. Because, because she didn't like to throw it away. So it has away. a frame. Yep. And then it had this like base. Uh-huh. Right? Like, and it, like, like it was a taut base, like a like trampoline. A trampoline. <laughs> Right? <laughs> and then the cushion goes on top of oh, that. Oh, okay. Right? I see. Actually, that cushion, the dogs still sleep on in okay. the back patio. Okay. So, anyway. Um, so, the frame was still good. The frame was excellent. But just, base, it's just excellent the condition. The base was gone. The, base. So, this trampoline part, right? Uh-huh. The part that, you know, would have been the webbing or whatever. And it was actually made out of, like, this kind of... Like netting, uh-huh. okay, and it w- had been somehow sewn, sewn. yeah, uh-huh. and then the you know the PVC pipe had been run through and connected and connected and glued together, like right. so it didn't come on and off. Mm-hmm. And actually, we had a post like this, and somebody yes, I know, some, yeah, 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 somebody was asking, "How do I get this back on here?" And I'm like, 
Yeah, do it like a corset. But anyway. Yeah, so mom makes, so mom needs to replace this. And right. she's not going to undo the chair. Uh, or Well, I mean, it, it would be ridiculous to undo the yes. chair to me, especially when I came up with a solution. And but. you can't sew with your machine onto this frame. No. You know, okay. No, onto this seven-foot frame with... I don't know. The PVC yeah, pipe like is what three and three, three quarters three or something. I don't know. Or yeah, something. it's big. Um, so mom made a chair corset. I did for this chair. I did to recreate that kind of base for the cushion, which we don't even have the cushion out there, and it's great. Like the base is just yeah. It's kind of it's kind of neat without the cushion to put a wet kid on because it just goes right through. Yeah, the wet kid can dry. Right. So talk about the material you used because so I used pet screening. Pet screen. So, so pet screen is what? Uh, it's some kind of plastic. It, yeah, it's a plastic composite yeah, of something. Well, I'm I sure can. we can look it yeah. up. So what I did is I did take the other um, support stuff off, right? The other, yeah, you stripped the, it down. Right. And I mostly got an idea of what kind of shape I wanted and size from that. So that helped a lot. Oh, Okay. I did have to change it because I was going to have to make this so that I could take parts of the sides, right, mm-hmm. that I was going to, we were going to curve around and go underneath the chair and around the back of the chair correctly yeah, and give me some tabs to run a rope through and tie this on like a corset. Yes. Okay. So the bottom, and then, you know, it isn't just going in one direction. It's not just going from side to side. You also have the foot, the bottom, and you also have the head, like yes. the top, yes. that where it goes around. So I had to do some, what, strategic planning. Yes. And I had a bunch of um, clothesline, and I decided that's what I was going to use. Okay. Correct, to um, corset this on. But it's not those, cotton clothesline. I think it is. It's black. I didn't think it was no, cotton. No, it's not black. I thought it was poly. No, it looks, no it's the stuff you made. Oh, your, okay. It's the stuff. It's the stuff I made the bread proofing bowl The bread bowl has been we out of the same like, thing. We need nylon cord for that. We well, need to replace it. And that it. will work, too. But yeah. I do know this. It's easy to restring. That's right. You can restring. Right. Did you tight lace the chair? That's what it's called when they make their I tight laced I did tight lace that chair. And I would say that the foot of it was the most difficult thing because I had to figure out how to make that taut. You know, I wanted this drum tight. Yes. Because people are sitting on this, mm-hmm. you know, and big people, like adult people. Yeah, like, like people that weigh something. Person. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted it to hold 200 pounds or whatever. And then sometimes there's a person on it with a kid on it on top yeah, of them or, or whatever. So basically that's how I did it. So the, the bottom actually, so the body of the chair is one piece and the back of the chair is another so piece. So you made two corsets. I did make two corsets. So if you turned it over, you would see that there's two sets of laces. Uh-huh. Um, and like, I, so there, um, I stole the shape from the shape that was on it. Right. Like I said, so there's nothing on the corners. Mm-hmm. The corners are sort of cut out. Right. Which makes sense. But then I still had to figure out, and I don't remember exactly how. We'll have to take a picture of it or something, you know, to make that taut Yes, I understand. So it, it would right. be easy if you think about what this person posted, I think maybe an animal or some rips or just, right. or just a person sitting on it. This was kind of a chair that was made out of some metal. It you was know, what I would have called like a, almost like a director's chair. Yeah, yeah. So it was very straight. So it had that frame. 
and the fabric just went from side to side. Right. I don't think it came over the front. No, it didn't, which no. is very easy to cover. So you make something, you make a however wide you need that seat base to be or that right. back to be, and then you decide how you're going to lace it. Now, I used grommets. Okay. Okay. Didn't I? I don't know. I think I used grommets. But you could also, here's the deal. You can't just you can't just sew a channel. Right. You would have to sew like a channel with the hole because you do have to lace it back and back forth and back and forth. Yes, yes. You you have to have that support there of those crisscrosses. Or if you did do no, some... I think I did grommets. Okay. Okay. I think you could do something. It's been a whole like year and a half. I, I don't know, know how I where did it. you did do some webbing underneath that like fastened somehow with like a clip. I don't know. I'm thinking about something. This has to be really strong. It ha You're saying you have to draw attention on it from all points. So right. That it doesn't and here's like... and here's what here's the deal you know how those lawn chairs wear out and get saggy yeah you can correct the tension on this if you use this so uh -huh. and I, I i've even seen ours is a little bit like it needs to be relaced well tightened. i just think tighten not totally yeah. relaced no, i think i mean yeah. it's probably that just the lacing is stretched uh -huh. out you know it has been out in the wet and then been sat on and things like that so um but it has worked perfectly yeah it has been i mean I, I just think it's funny that my husband said, you really did fix that. Yeah. You know, he's like, you really did fix It's like better than it was. Now, if you wanted to like hand sew, uh, yeah. you know. I'm telling you, I don't think you could hand sew okay, it. Okay, I wouldn't do it on that big, huge, yeah. long chair. But if it was just the seat of like one of those director's chairs. Yeah. Maybe. And I maybe would use like, I don't know how you thread. could get it taut enough while you were hand sewing oh. it. You I just dang. think you're much better off with the draw drawing. So you think the issue so there is So what I'm saying is, one, you can get it sewn really nicely, but to actually sew that, I don't know how you would keep that so taut around that to uh -huh. do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure. You'd almost have to have a lace uh, system to get it that to taut it to that sew taut. it. Oh, that's right. a good point. That's some, No, that's something right. I hadn't really thought of is that I had to think of all this stuff. There's like a little bit of negative ease almost. You're like kind of stretching that. Yes, it is a stretchy. Even though yeah. it's not a super stretchy fabric. Right. I cannot figure out what pet screen's made of. Um, no, I had to make it taut and I am telling you I, what I would call drum yeah, tight. Yeah, drum tight. Right? Yeah, yeah. Drum tight. No, that's that's a good point. Is I was like, well, you could if you really and you to. know it was funny because of course the pet screen that we had on hand was black. Uh huh. And this happened to be a gray chair, right? So it looks nice on there. And then when I went to buy cushions, I was like, oh, do I want stripes or do I want flowers? Do I want stripes? Or... And then I found what did you find? Cushions on sale. Yay! I didn't have to make them. Yeah. In fact, even if I would have had to cover these, it would have been cheaper to buy the cushions instead of buying the foam. Yeah, so you got to think about that, okay, too. Okay, tell your story, and right. then we'll close up with that. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I found black stripe cushions with, like, green foliage print on them. Okay, so it's perfect. That that combination of stripes and flowers, I feel like, is kind of big right now, or has been the past couple of years. Has it? Yes, yes. So those were cushions, and I did buy them sort of end of mid-season here. Uh, so we have seasonal things here. You, know, right. you might not... You might your lawn cushions might not go on sale. Right. If you're Ours if you too. live in Florida all year I long. I think I paid fifteen dollars for each of them. The foam would have cost me forty dollars a piece oh, probably. Or more. Okay, right. yeah, let's talk about foam. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is where you gotta figure out are you how custom do you wanna get? Because foam for furniture is 
so expensive to buy it on its own. I'm having to replace a couch cushion. I know, you know, longtime listeners of the Sewing Out Loud podcast will know that my couch is super duper messed up. Well, it just got more messed up because one dog puked on it and then the other dog ate it. And I don't mean the puke. I mean the cushion. Okay. So we- Does it smell like puke? (laughs) We currently, I'm trying so hard to like get my house together and stuff, but you know, it doesn't matter if you got a couch that's supposed to have three cushions and only has two on it. It's a little. It takes away from the room. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, so that this couch is just so nice that we don't think that we can get a new couch of that quality in, within our budget right now. So I'm going to buy a new. It's also cushion. a certain size. It's not yeah. a very big couch. It's like a it's really a, good yeah. size. We've said this before. Right. Okay, this replacement cushion is going to be like seventy five dollars. Ooh, you might not have looked in the right place. I think I could have got it for forty-five. I, but well, I don't know. okay, but, yeah, it's but, nice foam, right? And well, foam is very expensive. I'll look, and it's got it's batting wrapped, so it's supposed to be for yeah. couch cushions. So it's gonna be ready. It's gonna yes, it's nice. That's pretty good. And I yeah. can get it cut to size, right? So if I you, put in. Oh well, if that's custom, that's not yes, expensive. It's, yeah, it's like custom foam. Right. It's seventy-five dollars. However, I know I'm gonna get this and be like, oh, now I want two more cushions that are just as nice. And well, so then you'll know where to get them. Maybe I will be right. spending what uh, two hundred twenty-five dollars on replacement cushions. So foam is expensive. So if you are wanting to have custom outdoor furniture, you might want to look into just going and buying the well, and that's the, a, the cushion like and you that, did. And that's actually what the other furniture that we have out there is. It's it was like a denim ticking looking furniture, which I did not feel was my style. Uh-huh. It was actually quite nice. And I went and bought some umbrella fabric that was in turquoise and um well it's a green and a white and a turquoise yeah, right yeah. And, yeah. It, and it's a chevron chevron you know and i just recovered them didn't I, you like only recover the front too or something no, no. on the cushions that are on the love seat yeah. i only recovered the top the bottom if you look it's just it's blue. just the blue right yeah. right so you may don't when, when you when you start to think about i'm gonna make custom outdoor furniture right. or whatever you may want to actually start buying something that is completely yeah and i will say every year i have seen those like i have seen cushions go down down to almost nothing yes you know there's a 30 40 dollar cushion for 10 15 yeah that's what you want to do you want to buy those things on sale you want to recover them same thing for in your house buy the ugly throw pillow that's on sale and recover we do that a lot yeah we do oh you can also buy a bed pillow and make it a throw pillow sure Sure. Right. Yeah. So buying that stuff on sale kind of instead of going for the raw materials is actually a better idea. Uh, but I'm in the couch in couch land over here. This is where yeah. I think I will be buying the foam yeah. uh, because I, I need to like replace the specific size couch cushion, you know. OK. So, yeah, zigzag live on the corset chair, I think, is in order. Corset chair. Corset chair. Corset lawn chair. The corset chaise lounge. Chaise long. OK. Uh, ZD, anything else to add about outdoor furniture? Well, you know, I'll probably think of it. I guess. After I, okay, well, I, I think something. take you know after you put that work into it, take care of it. 
Yes. Yeah. You know, I I store mine in my basement, Mm -hmm. and I throw an old sheet over it so it doesn't get dusty or anything. Because dust is not just dust; it's dust mites, right? And dust mites eat things. So whatever, Um, you know. And so it's it's been nice. This is, I think, it's third or fourth year, and it's you know. Okay. Thought of one more thing. Okay. They sell sprays. Yes. Where you could make like a canvas into more of an outdoor canvas or you can renew the coating on your furniture there's also um companies okay they won't be lawn chair fabric companies they will be like boat fabric companies or marine fabrics okay or Mm -hmm. something like that and they they will have different grades and different qualities and it will usually explain it to you the one i can think of right now i believe is sailrite s a i l r i t e dot com i think um but or something close to that and they actually even show you how to sew it sometimes oh really or they'll have a project and well say, maybe i need to just know, uh, buy outdoor fabric for it to refinish my couch that might be a good idea yeah doing but there you know there's several kinds uh there's they will tell you, like, Sunbrella is usually top of the line. And uh-huh. then there's one, like, below it that's called, like, shark skin. And, right. You know, they'll say, these are the qualities of the fabrics. And they're not any more expensive. Right. Than good fabrics you find in, you know, your yeah. general fabric store. You are, you are going to be paying, these will be fabrics that are over $15 a yard. Right. In fact, that 20. might be your base, about yeah. 10 or $15 for the least expensive yeah. on sale or whatever. And they'll, they'll go up. Easily to forty fifty dollars a yard sometimes. You can spend a lot there. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you're having some fun outside. Uh, We are doing that right now. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.